salary structure is great. They want to make sure that the job that you're doing is great and that you understand. We're going to talk about this with uh, with Jana in a minute. That you understand why you're doing it. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why it's a great company is that they are very transparent with people about the importance of the work that they're doing. Everybody from weekend warriors to professional athletes, they want to get back in the game when injuries come about. And so uh, Arthrex is creating the technology and using the technology to create the tools to get them back in the game. If you want to be part of this great team, go to the website. There's something for you, careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. Uh, it is time now for Quick Hitters with Go Follow Lead. Dr. Jana Butler joins us, as she does each and every Wednesday here on the program. Jana, what's going on? Hey, Quark. I'm going to need the name of that restaurant that y'all did music <laughs> trivia. You know what? I'll give it to you. It is uh, Charleston Sports Pub in uh, downtown Clemson. And when Leah gets out of her right. meeting, I'll ask her what day of the week it was. So you can drop in and uh, win some prizes there. And I went, to, I went to theirs in Greenville for music trivia. Okay. Yes. So there we go. Well, I, I feel like I have a little bit of FOMO now with you guys. I haven't done it, and I'm going to make sure that to, to fix that next time for next time. Yes. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about Super Bowl for a minute because – one of the thi- one of the reasons I picked the Chiefs to win is because if the game is tight, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have Andy Reid, and no one else has those two guys. And it feels mm-hmm. that's simplistic. I mean, that's just a really simplistic way of saying something that's probably a little bit more complex. Is there something behind just the repetitiveness of like, I've done this before, I've done it again. There's some greatness within us that we keep accessing. How would you sort of describe that that goes on at critical moments of these big games? Well, I think that, you know, uh, the first thing I think of is, yes, there's, there's, they've had a lot of time together. They've been in a lot of different situations together, so there's probably a good amount of trust there between those two, and I think for us it's easy to draw confidence um, from folks who have been there, done that, you know, so to say. Um, I think also what you kind of see going on with them and the success that they've had over time is there's a great deal of alignment there within their culture and, and how they do things, why they do things. You know, even this past season with the adversity that they've experienced, how they've responded to that adversity, I think, really speaks to their culture. So I think those are a few things that, yes, we're saying Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but when we say those names, that's what it's representing behind it, Right. Yeah, I mean it, it. It makes total sense, and like, I just I feel like when when we see and you know this because you talk to teams, I, I feel like this is true. When we see Patrick Mahomes go on the field, when San Francisco kicks a field goal, you're going the game's over. I mean, even if you yeah. picked and rooted for the Forty Nine, you're going the game's over. The team feels that too, right? Like the receivers feel it, and the O line feels it, and the defense feels it, and the fans feel it. Everybody's on the same page, right? Because it feels that inevitable. Yeah, I think you could even go farther back and say when the extra point was missed. <laughs> mm. You know, um, you could go back a little bit even there. But yeah, there's, there's, and I, and I would think, you know, looking at other players, Mahomes, you know, Mahomes absolutely, uh, Brady gets the ball back, right, with, with time on the clock. Uh, Jordan gets the ball back with time on the clock. Like these are, are athletes who have proven they make the big time play over and over again and so i think there is for some you know it's jubilation if i'm on if i'm wearing their jersey and for the other it's a little bit of like well here we go a little bit of dread right we gotta we gotta step it up a little bit i'm curious your thoughts on this because you've been in a lot of locker rooms and you've seen a lot of team dynamics everybody wants to create this and i think one of the neat things that happens with teams is like you can tell how a season is going to go a lot of times in like the first two close games a team plays because you're either gonna you're either gonna execute in a moment and win those, and you're gonna feel great the next time, or you're gonna lose them, and then doubt creeps in. How hard is it to establish a consistent way of elevating to peak performance in critical moments without dropping any? I feel like they never lose these. It's it's wild how that happens. I think at first, you know, your 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 coach really has to know the players. And really has to know the personnel. I think that success in those moments are built in how you prepare for them. Um, and, and you can look at, you know, I think probably most folks listening have, have read enough articles about 
the, the difference in preparation for overtime between the two teams. And so I definitely think, you know, that a coach has to know, right, and how do you prepare them? How do you talk to them in those moments? Is it, uh, do they need a calming presence? Do they need the fire up rah-rah speech, right? What kind of atmosphere are you creating, you know, in, in practice, right? Um, does everyone on the team understand who is taking the shot and why they're taking the shot? I know we talk a little bit in your Arthrex uh, commercial talking about, you know, the why behind it. Like, why are we doing this the way that we're doing it? Is it a strategy because of our opponent? Is it a strategy because the strengths of our personnel? And so I think a lot of it is, is in the lead-up to, to the moment, you know, and then, and then what are you learning after that moment? Um, from from close game to close game, are players capable of admitting mistakes? Are players capable of accepting uh, their role in those moments? Are players capable of celebrating that, hey, I wasn't the one that hit the shot or threw the pass or caught the pass, um, but I'm the one that got the block or I'm the one that set the screen, right? So I think those are a few of the factors that kind of go into it. Um, but, I, but I do believe, I do believe you, you build momentum in those crunch moments um, because you've been there and you know that you can be successful in them. Visiting with Dr. Jana Butler, quick hitters with uh, Go Follow Lead. You you mentioned the overtime, and I was actually talking to a group of students about this yesterday, about how it doing something because somebody tells you to is just less, it's less impactful, it's less meaningful than if you understand why that is. And I think probably, I mean, I you know, I understand that we, we got a lot of we got a lot of texts on Monday when I brought that up is saying, well, it doesn't change what you have to do. Is there something like some science or some team function out? Like is there something behind that if a group of people understand why they're doing something, they're going to do it better than a team that just knows what they have to do? So if I'm gonna boil this down, you know, I have a four year old and a seven year old. Yes. Say, hey, Hey, Nehemiah, go get dressed. Why? Why, Mommy? Why? <laughs> hey, hey, Nehemiah, go put your clothes over there. Hey, Nehemiah, um, it's time. You, you need to eat lunch. Why? So I think, you know, first of all, like it's in, innately part of us, we, we want to know. We're, you know, the, the Ted Lasso, be curious, not judgmental, right? We are, we are curious beings. And so I think of that first and foremost. But then I think of, like, you know, my days as a coach, uh, there's a difference in me saying, hey, Sally, go set that, that high on-ball screen for us, okay, versus, hey, Sally, go set the high on-ball. They're switching our, our, their defense switches, high on-ball screens. This is going to give us the matchup that we want and going to open you up to scoring or, or our point guard coming off the high on-ball with a, a slower post on them, right? And, and, like, yes, we have to go and do it, but knowing why, like, that attaches to our purpose, and when people are attached to their purpose, you know, they're more motivated, they're more in line with everything else that's going on around them, and I think it gives them a greater sense of mission in, in what they're doing. And Sally's probably going to set a way better screen if she knows the intention behind the play call rather than it's just me because I feel like it, right? So, I mean, I, I think that especially, you know, as we, as we talk with about student-athletes these days and, and competitors these days, and, and there's um, a little bit of a, a generational of, of followers and folks that they want to know why they're doing what they're doing. They want to know even beyond, like, why am I doing this right now? Like, what is, what is this, this organization about? What does this program stand for? What is, what is it changing out in the world? And so I think folks are passionate about what their purpose is, and they want to make sure it aligns with the purpose that that they've attached themselves to. All right. Finally, before we let you go, uh, I think that's I think that's great stuff. I went. You sent me this article, and I'm fascinated by this. And I I really I don't know exactly all the dynamics at play here. I try to follow this thing, but Caitlin Clark is beefing with Cheryl Swoops right now, and like it feels like there's a lot of great basketball players and basketball fans that are taking sides on this. I don't even really know where to start here. Jana, I mean, this is the the way that Caitlin Clark's dynamic has really put people in corners. I mean, I, I I have to think some of the stress of the situation and some of the noise is why her head coach goes ballistic in the press conference because Nebraska's going out of turn or whatever the other day. 
I mean, what what is going on here with the dynamics, the, the conversation around Caitlin Clark? Yeah, you know, I, that's a tricky one to touch. Um, and so where I kind of fall with, with that situation and, and other situations that would fall in this category is I'm under the, the mindset and the philosophy of, like, women should be lifting up other women. And mm. so to me this is this is very troublesome period um and so yes it's a very interesting story um caitlin clark's career has become a bit polarizing unfortunately um and and i think if we all could just you know come from the angle of it's great for the game you know a woman succeeding is great for the game another woman succeeding is great for the game records are made to be broken you know before all this kind of came down we also saw kelsey plum's comments about like I can't wait for this to be done. Like, I said it so it could be done. Like, that's what's best for the game, right? And I think if we all operate into that mindset, that might be a little bit better rather than dividing what is a growing population of basketball fans in the women's game. Like, we have such momentum right now, and we don't need to, you know, get people across the aisles from each other with it. And so my thoughts on it is women should be supporting other women, and that's a period for me. Fantastic. That's a great way to end it. What's going on with uh, Go File Lead this week? What are you guys into? What is going on? Um, we are going to get some work started. Uh, Spartanburg Methodist is in the process of transitioning from junior college to NAIA, and we're going to be doing some work with their coaches and then administration around uh, what that change is going to look like. So, you know, change is a tricky thing. And even as much change as you ever get to experience, you never know what the next one's going to be like. So excited to roll up our sleeves with them. Fantastic. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day, Jana. Always good to visit with you. Love your insight. And uh, I'm, I look forward to seeing you probably tomorrow. I'll probably see you tomorrow. That'd be great. I would love that. Yes. Thanks very much. Thanks, it, thanks Quok. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dr. Jana Butler. Go follow Lee. Quick hitters with Go Follow Lee. Great stuff there. I That... I, I will I'll be honest the 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 Chiefs 49ers overtime thing is going to be a lesson for like I'm going to carry that with me for years that the Chiefs said they practiced it for two weeks and the 49ers learned the rules when they saw it on the jumbotron that that's fascinating I'm going to apply that to any situation for the next 30 years I love that so much all right six five four roar is the number if you like to join us on the phones on the Adams covering text line some college football college basketball still to come after this health insurance. How can you possibly choose the right plan when there are 64 plans to choose from? Maybe you just turned 26 and need to buy insurance for the very first time. Maybe you just received a letter that your Medicaid is ending. Maybe you just lost benefits at work. It can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. Give me a call at 864-467-8738 and check out our website insure-u.com you can check to see if your doctor's in the network or compare plans side by side one size doesn't fit all let's make sure you have the right plan for you i'm guy the insurance guy my company is the insurance source and what we do is simple we make health insurance easier just trust me We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope. You won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply 5 pounds times 5 years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight. If you don't, stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. 
Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. It's time to party with Buff City Soap. Book your next birthday party, corporate event, or girls' night out at Buff City Soap to make memories with your friends, coworkers, and family. To book your event, visit buffcitysoap.com and click book your party. It's that easy. Whether you choose custom mini bath bombs or soap, you'll be the party hero with this truly unforgettable soap-making experience. Shop Buff City Soap, Arrow Village Shopping Center in Clemson, and the shops at Green Ridge in Greenville. Book your party to remember with Buff City Soap. Call the plumber whose name is his number one, Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber will be there in an hour, or they'll discount your bill. In one hour? Yeah, just dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. That's their name. That's their number. Call the plumber whose name is his number one, Tom Plumber. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from On Running, Vans, Ufos, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at elkmonttradingcompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T tradingcompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, Go Tigers! Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. All right, hour two continues out of bounds. Uh, quick softball update. It looks like maybe there's a there's a little bit of rain starting to fall there in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Uh, Clemson is now up five nothing. Valerie Cagle uh, in the circle has done very well, and you know you're staring into the future a little bit with Julia Noller. Um. Valerie has a solo home run in the game. And Noller has driven in the other four runs. I, I'm going to, at the beginning of the year, I'm going to refer to Julia Noller as new Valerie because that's what she looks like. Watch her swing. Look at her approach to the plate. She plays first base. She can pitch. She's new Valerie. Uh, she has four RBIs, including a solo home run that I believe went off the glove. It was a laser that went off the glove of the center fielder and over the wall. I think that's, it was kind of zoomed out. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So Clemson leading Wichita State 5-0 in the uh, top of the six. The Tigers are batting and the Shockers down to their last six outs here. We do have a little breaking news in the world of college basketball. Ohio State is parting ways with head coach Chris Holtman according to Jeff Goodman. So, uh, I, I did not, I, they've, they're having a, a horrendous season, but I did not realize he was in jeopardy of losing his job. I, I agreed with you until last night. Holtman, so, um, 
Holtman was remember Brad Stevens left and they promoted from within and the guy like had a drinking problem. You remember this? The guy yeah. had a drinking problem. He went on leave. It was not good. Holtman was the interim coach and then got hired full time at Butler. He was like he was the actual successor to Brad Stevens at Butler. He went to the Sweet 16 three straight years at Butler. I believe he went to Sweet 16 all three. I know he went twice. I'd have to go back and look. Um, he he made four. Yes, he did. All three years at Butler to the Sweet 16. Remember uh, the time Clemson won at Ohio State in the ACC Big Ten Challenge was the year they went to the Sweet 16, and one of the reasons they got early momentum to the tournament is because Ohio State was better than people thought. That ended up being an easy quad one win for Clemson. And uh, they were an NCAA tournament team uh, each of his first four years. The last two years have not been very good. And this year they were toward the bottom of the Big Ten. In fact, if you look at the Big Ten standings outside of Rutgers, it's very much uh, who's at the top in football is at the bottom in basketball. You've got Michigan and Ohio State bringing up the rear. And... Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily care about Chris Holtman. It's more about. Uh, I'm maybe more interested in who the replacement there will be. Because it is Ohio State, and you've got to think they can attract a big name if they want it. Yeah, you know, Texter says, uh, "Will Wade watch begins?" I don't think so yet. He has one more year on his show calls. That 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 would probably be a tough sell, although Will Wade's doing very well right now, uh, and he will get back into, he will get another opportunity in in big boy basketball. There's no doubt about it. Agreed. I I, I would be surprised if that is this year though. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go if they look at somebody like Nate Oates at Alabama or. Steve Forbes at Wake Forest. Those are two good... I, I like those names. Those are two really good names. I mean, I thought about... Um, and, like, just looking at the profile of their last couple of head coaches, like, Thad Mata was at Xavier uh, and had a lot of success at Xavier, and Chris Holtman was at Butler and had a lot of success at Butler, sort of in that... At the time, both those programs were mid-major, and now Butler and Xavier are in the Big East. I, I wondered about Sean Miller... From Sean, Sean Miller would be another one. And then, yeah, you know what? I won't even say that name. Yeah, Sean Miller makes a lot of sense as well. <laughs> How about that? Uh, I like that. Um, I was trying to think of, like, somebody who's just off the reservation. You know what's been good? And Ohio State's a better job than this. But, like, think Kansas State went lifelong assistant. Like like lifelong Power Five assistant route, um, you know who else did Texas went lifelong assistant route or most of your lifelong assistant route. You wonder if that's what's in vogue now, where somebody on Izzo's staff or somebody on Matt Painter's staff or you know somebody on Brad Underwood's staff, like if if Ohio State might be able to pull somebody like that. Um, that's a really good job though. Really good job that's coming open during the year because they're they're just spinning their wheels. The way they played last night, I said I agreed with you about Holtman. The reason I say agreed is because I watched the end of that game last night. I took Ohio State plus nine and cast it, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but they, I mean, it was a very it was a very narrow cover. They had no urgency. The last ninety seconds, it's like a seven point game. They're they're down on Wisconsin. And they they ran out an entire defensive possession without trying to in a one three one half court zone, without really trying to trap or foul or do anything. Then offensively, they just ran a set. They just came down, ran a set. No big. They gave up a three. Came down, ran a set. No big deal. They got a got a layup or something. But there was no sense of urgency. And I thought to myself, this is a team that looks like it's quitting. This is a coach that looks like he's fired. And I thought that was going to be at the end of the year. I did not think it would be literally 15 hours later that we'd be talking about. 16 hours later, we'd uh, we'd be talking about this. Now, somewhat close to home, uh, Pat Kelsey at Charleston is was mentioned there like last week when they had Ohio State columnists writing, you know, five names to watch as next head coach at Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, that might have that might have been my first clue that he was in trouble. 
This is, you know, it's really refreshing to have a coaching change in college athletics that's not an existential crisis. It's just a guy doing a bad job that gets fired. Because I feel like every every coaching move now is like, what does this say about the future of college athletics? What does it say about the president of college athletics? It's just nice to have a good old fashioned, hey man, you're kind of sucking right now, so we're just gonna make a we're just gonna make a change. Um, it is interesting that Ohio State's doing this after they hired Chip Kelly from a sitting head coaching job that is now in their conference. It just that Ohio State is in the middle of this as Gene Smith is moving out the door is uh, is fascinating to me. There's a lot of need for new business cards at Ohio State right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, they're keeping they're keeping the old printer busy. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, don't don't get too attached to your office. You know, uh, make, make sure you don't put too many things on the walls. Do you what we didn't really get a chance to talk about this on Friday. Do you have thoughts on Chip Kelly and the move from UCLA head coach to Ohio State offensive coordinator? Um surprised yeah, I, I'm surprised he is. You know, I guess that's one way to avoid conference travel next year. Just move to where the conference <laughs> is. Um, you know, I, I think it is natural to assume this has something to do with all the newfound stresses put on head coaches. I don't know that it is. I, I tend to think it's more of the fact that Chip Kelly is a couple of losses away from getting fired at his hit current job. Uh, you know, I to me he is a he has just been a a consistent underachiever at a, at UCLA. There were persistent rumors there through the entire second half of last year that somebody wanted him fired. I think the administration sort of publicly backed him and really distanced themselves from some of that. But it was clear that some group of somebodies at UCLA was not happy with the direction of things. Didn't it feel to you that that he had plateaued there? Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, just not. And, and I think some of that has to do with UCLA, honestly. Well, and then you bring in a five star quarterback from MLK in Detroit, who then transfers to Oregon because mm. he wasn't ready. I mean, they tried to play him; he wasn't ready. Stop me where you've heard this before. Quarterback comes in not ready, gets in the portal. Probably going to do a good job at Oregon because he's going to be ready to play. You also factor in. And I don't – have you seen his new salary at Ohio State? I I have not seen his new salary. I haven't either. I'm going to go out on a limb, though, and say when you factor in cost of living between L.A. and Columbus, that he is making – he's going to be in the same ballpark without the headache. Oh, yeah. You know? I think you're probably right. And he's going to go – he's going from a place that doesn't really care about baseball – Basketball, baseball, football, <laughs> to a place that does care about football. You know, I mean, you know that UCLA's having problems because Mick Cronin keeps whining about it every press conference, mm-hmm. how he doesn't have money to go get players. And if UCLA men's basketball has problems, then can you imagine the football problems that they have? And, you know, I, and I do want to caution us all not to assume that everything is related to the NIL and all that stuff. But it's also, I mean, that might not be the reason, but it, it is certainly a factor. I mean, you know, it is. Uh, I, I, t- I talked to somebody who knew that, who knows the Jeff Halfley situation at Boston College really well, or is in a position that would have known that really well, said, yeah, it's, you know, not only is this school doing a, bad job of supporting football in the way that they said they were going to. There's a lot of stress now associated with that job that wasn't there before. And it's yet another situation like at Boston College where you are at a disadvantage from those you're recruiting against. I think the same thing would hold true at UCLA. Is the UCLA collective going to support football? They're going to support basketball. Right. If they're going if they're going to go one way or the other, right. you know which way they're going. Um I Chip Kelly also strikes me as somebody I I, I don't want to stiff arm the other stuff entirely because Chip Kelly was never known as a tireless recruiter. He's a ball coach. Oh, Phil Knight was his top recruiter at Oregon. 
Let's be frank about that. Nike recruited for Chip at Oregon. He didn't really want to recruit. His recruiting classes weren't necessarily known as high-level uh, recruiting classes. Um, and so, like, he did a good job getting transfers. He knows how to coach ball. He just restarted his clock as a guy who didn't want to do anything but coach and knows that head coaches have to do so much more. And your success and failure as a head coach has to do way more with all the other stuff than just calling ball plays. And now at Ohio State, where you have a perpetual recruiting machine, Ryan Day's offense sells itself. Your receiver position, your wide receiver you now. Quarterbacks are going to want to keep playing for him. You get to just call ball. If you're Chip Kelly, you're just calling ball plays. Great quarterbacks come to you, man. It feels like Chip Kelly gets everything he wants right here. And he doesn't need the money. I mean, he's made countless millions of dollars from Oregon and from the Eagles and from uh, and from UCLA in his career. Yeah, you know, and uh, there was a story in CBS. I, again, I don't, I don't know what his new salary is at Ohio State, but saying if he would have waited it out at UCLA and gotten fired at the, at the end of this coming season, he would have made $10 million. Would have been paid ten million dollars to get fired, uh, yet he decided not to do that. Now that the same story talks as if it's fact, but doesn't. But I think it was really more opinion that Chip Kelly said, "I just want to call plays," but but he never quoted him as saying that. Right. It um, it just feels like the insinuation everybody's making based on previous things that people that other people have Chip Kelly's never said I don't care about recruiting I just want to coach ball plays but other people have said that about him in the past um again I like I think when when Chip Kelly who's been a successful head coach feels like the other stuff means he can't be a head coach I don't think that's a net positive for the sport of college football but I also, I mean, I think there were other, to your point, Ben, there were other extenuating circumstances where you can't just draw a line from one thing to another thing and say, because of this, then this happened. There were a lot of things. Uh, there were a lot of things going on in this situation. Um, the Cleveland.com says that Ohio State has never paid a coordinator even a third of the $6.1 million salary. So... Obviously, the implication there is that he's looking at $2 million or less as a coordinator. I mean, Chris gets in and says his salary's going to nearly double not paying state tax in uh, California. Well, that's what I say. When, what you factor, when you factor in cost of living, it, it's not going to be $6 million, but it may not be as big a gap as, you know, as you might think. There are certain places where money just goes further, right? I mean, there's just certain places where money goes further. It, it does including Toyota of Easley. There it is. Go online to toyotaofeasley.com. See the inventory. Start the process. You can also go uh, see them at the dealership on 123, the new uh, dealership and the pre-owned dealership. These are great, great people who are going to put you in a top-notch experience uh, from start to finish, from the sale to your service. Um, And I say to finish. The reality is there's not a finish when you're dealing with a Toyota because that car outlives people. Uh, go online to easily.com start that process see the inventory they have they might have some for you there if not just make up you know make it yourself uh, it's an easy to use website great great sales staff great service department at Toyota of easily and toyotaofeasley.com where their name means a great deal hour two continues we'll continue to bounce around college basketball college football stay with us more to come right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Your home is your most valuable asset. When it comes to the professional installation of a decorative coating on your garage floor, working with a local, experienced company is in your best interest. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. For nearly 15 years, we've provided premier garage floor coatings and have earned the most five-star Google reviews in our industry. To learn how we can make your garage floor shine, go to irondrivegaragefloors.com and request a free estimate. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. 
Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Spring is knocking on our door, so get into a Landscaper Supply location for your home needs on the lawn, on the patio, and around your home. It's where pros and homeowners shop for the best brands, the best solutions, and the best service. Buy a gas grill and get free gas for a year. Have premium quality mulch, soil, stone, or sand delivered right to your home with their Mulch Made Easy Scoop It There It Is program. Seven locations in the upstate, a better experience for homeowners and pros alike. Landscaper Supply. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. Like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers and Anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com and I want to be your jeweler. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asked, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for, and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484, and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hello, Clemson baseball fans. This is James Hill, Executive Director for Clemson Downs. We want to wish Coach Backich and the Tiger baseball team a fantastic season. Clemson Downs offers independent living, assisted living, memory care, and skilled nursing care. For more information on Clemson Downs, please call 864-654-1155 or visit ClemsonDowns.com. Go Tigers! The Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Quark, we have a natural segue into a big game tonight for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Can you guess what that segue might be? Well, uh, let's see. I don't want to overcomplicate this. Lamont Paris, Ohio native, Ohio State Open. Lamont Paris team takes on Auburn tonight. Yeah, and that's just us talking, but why wouldn't Lamont Paris be a candidate? A and as you said, an Ohio native. 
who has had a miraculous turnaround at a program that traditionally has a lot less to offer than Ohio State does in basketball? I, I don't know. I It would be – this. I, I, to be quite honest with you, this sucks for South Carolina because his name got – and I, in no way are we saying he would be the first call – um, I don't, I don't know if he would or he wouldn't, but because of what you, he's a, he's an Ohio native. He's coached in the big 10 before was an assistant at Wisconsin, right? Ohio state is a program that has won national championships and is routinely the reason Chris Holtman got fired is because he was going to miss the NCAA tournament for the second straight year. Like they, they think at a minimum you ought to be dancing. That is a high-expectation program that, with Thad Mata at the helm, was number one. Remember Mike Conley and Greg Oden, who is now on staff, by the way, at uh, Butler with Thad Mata now? Weird to see old uh, hunched-over Greg Oden on the bench charting something. Greg Oden has finally grown into his looks, too. (laughs) He's aged into his looks. He looks exactly the same as he did. 14 years ago. He aged so quickly to <laughs> 17 oh, and then hasn't you aged a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean and accurate. That's so good. Um, but, yes, he has been – Jeff Goodman mentioned uh, Lamont Paris as a candidate. He's oh, also, did he really? He did. He he mentioned him as a candidate. Let me, let me pull this up. Because he was also the one – he was the first one I saw post the, um, post the tweet about – uh, about Chris Holtman, um, this is this is what Holtman said, or this is what uh, Goodman says. Two names that are likely to be on Ohio State's list of candidates to replace Chris Holtman per source: Sean Miller and Lamont Paris. Hey, okay. while, while guys like Mick Cronin, Nate Oates, and T.J. Otzelberger, who is at Iowa State, have hefty buyouts, Miller's is manageable. Yeah, and listen, that's that's a. That's a credit to him and and the program that he's e- that he would even be mentioned. You know, Texture brings up a good point. Says if he stays at South Carolina, he could build like Don Staley did, and it's less pressure. There's truth there. There is less pressure at South Carolina, and you know he is in. A, I mean, he's in a good, pretty good spot. So I'm not saying that he, in no way, saying he should consider this or anything like that. Just don't be surprised if you don't hear more about him as a serious candidate for Ohio. Um, Ohio State. Just because a job, and we'll say this for the South Carolina fans, just because a job is perceived as better in the industry doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, Alabama's a better job than Oregon in football, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. But there's a level that your job's at and a level of comfort that you have with your job that you're going, okay, that might be better, but is it worth the risk of going somewhere new? Um, I would uh, let me let me say this. Can I Oh man. I don't I don't want to do this. I feel like I have to do this. Like the the rational side, what is it? Right brain is the rational side and left brain is the creative side. My my right brain knows I have to say this and knows it's going to be taken wrong. There are times when programs have made grave mistakes with extending, raising, anointing coaches based on six weeks or two months of great play. True. South Carolina football fans are thinking that about their head coach right now. Remember two years ago when you raised and extended your football coach because of the two games that they won at the end and the game that they almost won at the end? That wasn't even six weeks or two months. Mm. That was just a couple weeks of really good play and momentum. And... I, I still believe in Shane Beamer, but a lot of Gamecock fans don't anymore based on how things appear to be going at the moment. That would have seemed to be an unwise investment based on a very, very small window of time. To be clear, 
I think Lamont Paris is a very good basketball coach based on more than a, and a small sample size. But he also was real bad last year. Like, the most recently completed season was real bad. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't completely blame him for that, though. I agree. I think he's, you know, we don't have to rehash it, but he stepped into a situation where I don't believe he had complete control of his roster or what he was going to do with Gigi. I mean, <clears throat> with his roster. <laughs> By the way, side note, did you see uh, Gigi Jackson got suspended for violation of team rules? I did not. Earlier this week, yeah. Grizzlies, who have no players available, couldn't play Gigi Jackson because he violated tip. Go ahead. Please continue. No, just wanted, I, just I, I said to all I needed to there. say. Um, the, I should have said the Under, roster. Underage <laughs> drinking? <laughs> I was just, no, I, I, look, I, I'm, I'm saying that in general. I, it, just, it just dawned on me that we have, that we have players in the NBA that oh, aren't old enough man. to drink. Oh, my like, gosh. And it's, you know, it wouldn't be a violation of team rules to, to drink alcohol, I wouldn't think. True. What if you're underage? <laughs> that had, listen, that comment has nothing to do with Gigi Jackson. Right. It's just a random thought. I you know what? I've never, th I've never thought I've about. I've never it. thought of that either. Uh. -uh. Um. I just again, I, like Lamont Paris did a good job at Chattanooga, and Lamont Paris has a background that indicates there's something to it. Like the way he plays. When you when you said I had forgotten this, he's on staff with Bo Ryan for seven years at Wisconsin, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's how they play. They played just like a Bo Ryan, Wisconsin. I think it was, yeah, it was definitely Bo Ryan. Greg Gard's not been there that long. He might have been with Gard a couple years. I think Lamont Paris is a good coach. I also think that the the temptation now, and in fact, you know what? I'm going to say it like this. South Carolina may not have a choice, but the temptation now is going to be Pay him whatever, extend him however, give him whatever. Just don't. We can't lose this guy. We literally just hired him. We can't lose him. I think there it it, it may end up being an unwise investment. I, like there's a non-zero chance it may end up being an unwise investment. And I hate saying it because they they are playing such good basketball right now. Could you imagine though? Let's just let's just imagine for a second. Let's imagine a dire scenario, okay? And I'm I'm not in any way saying this would happen, but let's imagine a dire scenario. Let's imagine South Carolina, who has some tough games coming up. Let's imagine they extended Lamont Paris this hour. Let Let's imagine they did that, and then they have to go play at Auburn, who is mad. They have not played well recently. They are facing a top 20 team that probably they feel like they've earned the right to be where South Carolina is in the stand, or they should be. That's like their birthright to be where South Carolina is in the standings. And South Carolina's on a winning streak. They've been on a heater. You're not going to win the rest of your games. That's Virginia. This feels like a decent opportunity for them to lose tonight. I don't know that they are. I'm just saying on paper, this looks like where maybe you just have a little bit of a clunker little bit of a stinker, especially with some distraction now entering the picture. You extend him, you lose to Auburn. Maybe you lose like three more games, and the season kind of ends a little bit worse than you thought. There's going to be some immediate buyer's remorse. I mean, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. doing this in the middle of a season where you're, like, at the peak. It's not going to get better for South Carolina than it is right now. I don't think. If you went at Auburn tonight, it'll get a little better. But, like, you've already won at Tennessee, and you've already beaten Kentucky like a drum. Listen, if they win at Auburn tonight, there's no pressure remaining in this season. Correct. Um, all the coaching talk aside, it this tonight just feels like one of those spots on the schedule that you're due for a letdown. I hate to say that, but it, it does. It, it feels that way. You're, you're not going to go into – Auburn and sneak up on them now. People know who you are. They know you're legit. You're not going in there and sneaking up on Auburn. And meanwhile, Auburn still has work to do in terms of seeding. Uh, it just tonight just feels like a bad spot for South Carolina to me. It does. And you know what that means, South Carolina fans? It means that if you go there and win, and we just said all that stuff. It means now you've got a higher bar, man. 
You, you've now ra- you've effectively raised the bar beyond anything that you possibly could imagine. You know, texter asked for it. What's going to happen tonight? Smash down there! <laughs> I mean, you ask. Oh, man. Another texter says, I'm a South Carolina fan. Do we trust Ray Tanner to handle this contract stuff in the proper way if it comes to that? Hmm. I don't have to trust Ray, so that's up to you. True. I mean, let, let me ask this. He hired Lamont Paris. Right. Yeah, he deserves credit for that. That's a good point. So, uh, you know. If he hired him, he's done nothing to let you down. I don't think you could be jaded by how Ray Tanner's treated. Because think about I mean, the Frank Martin situation was unique because you he took it to a Final Four. And everybody knew you weren't going to start going to Final Fours. And you've got to think Paris, regardless of what happens with Ohio State or anybody else, is if this season plays out the way we think it's going to, probably going to get a nice little bump in pay at the end of the year. Correct. I agree. Uh, Texture says, uh, Georgia Tech will, says, Georgia Tech did the same thing with Paul Hewitt, basically gave him a lifetime contract after the Final Four year, and it killed us for years. That is true. I mean, That that, is true. The Paul Hewitt contract was rough. And that is the danger here, that you are giving Lamont Paris credit for a program when he's done a really good job building a team. Don't confuse the two. Again, you may not have a choice here. I- I'm saying that. You might have to do this. If, if, if South Carolina extends and gives a raise to Lamont Paris because Ohio State's out there and they want to keep him and things don't go great, I would not blame people for that. Because what are you supposed to do? The guy's got you basically in the top ten. He's got you solidly in the NCAA tournament, which you, ne- like you never go to the NCAA tournament. He turned it around. He's got a great freshman in Murray Bulls that that is like sweeping it. People are starting to find out what we knew about him. Um, they they have no, like they have no choice but to go and extend him after that. If, if Ohio State gives him a long look, they have no choice but to try. And if he stays, you take you you take it. To me though, if Ohio State calls and offers him the job, that would be a hard job to turn down. Uh, when you're at South Carolina. Quick softball update. Uh, Mackenzie Clark had an oppo taco to make it 7 nothing, and the final is 7 nothing. And when I say oppo taco, what I really mean is uh, go and spend your Wednesday at Willie Taco. That's what I'm talking about. The second in Mackenzie Clark. Y- you know what? <laughs> that, that, that deserves a clap. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, these are, listen, these are some of the promotions that they're doing in Easley with Willie Taco, and I'm just going to list these right now. They're doing four for $20 menu all day, every day. They've got happy hour deals Tuesday through Friday. Trivia on Thursdays right now, which, again, big fan of the trivia. Taco Tuesdays, for sure. Catering, Fiesta Room for special occasions and groups, and Sunday brunch all the easy location of Willie Taco. Go by and see him today. Hour three, Willie V's next. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens.